Hello and welcome to another edition of People's Rose. I'm, People's not, I'm Rose. not with the whisper. No, <laughs> this is not the whisper song. This is not the, the Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, the People's Rose is a podcast where myself, Jarrett, and Brooke. Um, married couple talk about reality TV and all the reality TV shows we watch. And boy, do we watch a lot of reality <laughs> TV shows. Sometimes it feels like all we do is watch reality TV shows. Um, but um, yes, we talk about, we watch a lot and we talk a lot. And so we decided to record it and put it out on the internet so our grandkids can hear it and we can be embarrassed. <laughs> um, we watched, like I said, quite a lot this week. We watched Big Brother, which we'll get into, that had a lot of, wow, I don't even know where, we'll get into it, that we watched Amazing Race, which we'll get into, we watched Love is Blind, which we'll get into, we watched Bachelor in Paradise, which we will get into, Brooke saw, I think you watched Kardashians, I don't know if we we'll have time. I did watch Kardashians, We yes. might have a couple words for that, but we just watched, I mean, mere hours ago, second episode of the very first season of the golden bachelor with our bachelor gary gary and his striking blue eyes oh wow okay <laughs> yeah yeah gary and the striking blue eyes i could not look away from his eyes today i was mesmerized yeah um well i i was able to look away <laughs> thankfully we was able to see the other things that were happening on the show um, but yeah, so let's get into it. The Golden Bachelor, we're back at it this week. Um, what's your impression of Gary after these first these two weeks and just the show so far? I think he's great. I think he's sweet. I think he's open. I think he's really um talks to the women in a way that they feel seen and they feel appreciated for being there. And yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's just he's you're right. I think he's like um I mean he's just a great guy. I think I, I don't know if it's if if that's an age thing, you know, I could I actually I actually can think of some older people who are not like that, you know what <laughs> I mean? And then but I mean he I'm sure it does come with experience, I'm sure it come just come with life. And but in general he seems like he might have always had um these great qualities because he's attentive. He listens to people, what they have to say. He relates to them. He just seems like a change of pace. And, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I like, if we look at him, like take age out of the question, just the quality, just the quality of these contestants and the lead, I think is, is making this a good season of the bachelor so far. Um, but there is age involved. That is why it's called the golden bachelor. And that's why the episodes I'm assuming are shorter. So they have less time. So they don't have to film as long for these these older elder. Is it are they elderly? I mean, if what are they if not elderly? It feels weird to say elderly <laughs> people, right? Well, I mean, yeah. For these golden um, people on the show, they're in their golden years, right? But um, we're at, we're at the second episode, and it started out. They kind of have a little flash forward with uh, a little preview of kind of the distress Nancy was going to be in during yeah. the group date. At first, Gotta I was get like, you dang. Hooked. I thought they were flash forwarding to the end of the season because they saw her in her wedding dress. So I was like, all right, they're just spoiling the season for us. Um, but well, I guess they don't get married at the end of the season. So I don't know why I thought that. But 
was just for the group date photo shoot. But before we got to that, we got to see our golden ladies enter the bachelor mansion. Oh my gosh, it was so cute. You know, they did the typical, like, we're here, the mansion, and they're going in, they're looking at the house, and they're like, oh, it's so nice, it's so cute, but then they get to the rooms, and they're like, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to share these rooms, and then they're like, I don't know if I can get up to the top bunk, and right. then like, they're like, use the restroom. Yeah, like who's gonna have to get up and use the restroom in the night? And right. I'm just like, dang, like this is do not take your youth for granted because this is these are things that I have not ever had to think about. Yet. Oh, okay, you. Oh, well. well, okay. Besides, when I was pregnant and I was getting up and using the bathroom like every hour in my sleep, but. Like, I don't know. It just, it was, it was different. And then they were, what, so who was it? Oh, I think it was Sandra that was like, yeah, we're all pretty set in our ways of living independently, <laughs> like exactly. living alone. Yeah. I mean, so a lot of these women, I'm sure have lived accomplished lives. And so I, I said to you, I was like, man, I wonder if some of these people live in houses bigger than this. <laughs> it's possible. I said no, but um, maybe. But yeah, it was definitely very cool insight to see these older women living in the mansion as opposed to the 22-year-olds running around. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, Right. So yeah, that was really cool getting to see like kind of behind the scenes of the difficulties that might arise because of the being older and living together, but they were you know it was different, I think in general, they just seemed a little bit of having more fun. But they always are having fun. Don't get me wrong. But, like, um, yeah, I don't even know why I said that. Because they always have fun. But, you know, we saw the scenes of them. They are all in the shower. They all mean? got in this massive shower Clothes. together. Yeah, not uh, with it. Not, like, to actually take a shower. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and just, um, they seem to be enjoying themselves. I, You know, as you get older, how many times when you get older... April likened it to camp where you're going to be in a room where oh, all of yeah. y'all are together. She said she hated camp. But I anyways. was like, same. She, she, no, didn't she say this is like a mean girl camp? No, she didn't say that. Did she not say that? I, no, I, I guess she, I misheard. Yeah, Maybe I think, in my my head I was thinking she said that. She didn't that. say this, but it's not, it was something to the effect like sleepaway camp. It's like sleepaway camp. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it was... Um, you know, I don't feel like you don't... I feel like that just doesn't happen as often as you unless you start crossing, you know... Um, age thresholds where you just a bunch of y'all just go off and stay t- spend time in a mansion but now i'm like how many times does that happen now you know what i mean at my age <laughs> yeah anyways we saw them. <laughs> it was really it was a girl power it was a woman power moment that was really cool um and not only that that extended not to get too far ahead of myself that camaraderie mm-hmm. or is it when it's is it camaraderie yeah it's camaraderie um with the uh women extended to when they were prepping Teresa for her one-on-one date. We found out from Jesse that Teresa was getting the one-on-one date, yep. and they were like helping her with their hair, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Susan I'm... was or Susan, yes, yeah, Susan. was helping her with their hair. She's been a hairdresser, and for Teresa was like, years. "Can you do it this way?" And she's like, "I've been doing hair for thirty-seven years." <laughs> you can, she's like, "Trust me on this." Yeah. Um. So that was they just were like it, the vibes were the vibes were 
Wow, we're I can't here we go. The vibes were immaculate. Oh my god. You know what I mean? It was um it was just really fun to watch and kind of heartwarming. It was. Like seeing how cute how cute was it when they like Jesse, because you know, when you're all the young people that watch the show get they know the show. Yeah. So when Jesse comes in, he's like, I have something y'all might like and he pulls out <laughs> an envelope and puts it on the table and all the ladies are like, Okay, what's that? And you're like, Okay. <laughs> they had to have known. Someone in here has watched The Bachelor. Yeah, and knows like, what a come on. Date card is. I don't know how they edited that to, to make it look like no one knew, but that was funny. Right. How they did that. Um, that's when we find out Teresa's going to be the first one on one. Are you shocked that Teresa's getting the first date? No. No. She seemed like he seemed very into her last yeah, week. Yeah, they made out twice sure. last week. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know. Well, t- yeah, well, teach her on. He was, you know, he's clearly vibing with her. And um, we, like we said, we saw her get ready. It was really cute. Wait, okay, so to kind of going over the camaraderie thing, do we think we're going to get some fighting from the women? A like billion, we do. You do? Yeah, I think we saw a little bit of it in the previews. And like, there's already some women. We'll talk about it when we get to oh, it. Oh yeah, when they're like, I can't stay here. Yeah, there's already some pick me's. Which oh, and because of she was like, there was also the one where she, the girl said, "Oh, he's such a great kisser," and yeah, the that Kathy was, was like, "I have to Kathy. leave." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then okay. Leslie this week just got mad because she didn't get to wear seventies clothes. <laughs> so again, oh yeah, okay. we're dealing with temperamental people like yeah, we always are dealing you're right, with. You're people right. You're right. So there's going to be some tensions, I guarantee it. We saw Susan crying next week about something. There's going to be reasons to, I think there's going to be some fights. It's bachelor. Sure. Well, let's get into the date. So they go on, they get, he comes and, Gary comes and picks her up and they get in his cute little light blue old convertible and they're driving down the highway and then Gary's like, the lights don't work. Yeah, the headlights were out on a nice little cute convertible. Yeah, and he's like panicking. And I am, at this point, am so mad at the producers for letting that go on. Yeah, They like, couldn't have somehow been like, helped him get off the highway and get to safety? Yeah, like, or give him a driver, let him be chauffeur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like kind of odd. I, he didn't say that he had any problems with his vision, but you know they're older. He's a sure, and, and he's, he's like, never driven in L.A. Yeah, before. he's like, I've never driven in L.A. I'm just used to driving in this these this little town in Indiana. I'm like, dude, help this guy out. Yeah, the producers really dropped the ball on that. I really do. I truly think. I agree with you a hundred percent. But it was a cute moment. How. I think Teresa was supportive and encouraging him, saying she was You're doing a great job. And oh. she's like, was put her hand on his shoulder. Every spouse for wants to support. Hear that, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, that really meant a lot to me when you put your hand on my shoulder. He said she, he made him feel made him feel calm and at ease. Yeah, very you can sweet. tell he values stuff like that. Yeah, he's for a well rounded sure. individual because he does tell some women, I think that they're sexy. Did he say sexy or attractive? I'm pretty sure he said sexy. Right. So he's, I mean, he's, you know, he's not, you know, just all sweet. Um, There's some spice to him, but he does clearly value a a partner that's going to be supportive. Yeah. That he can actually do more than just look at and have a relationship. Right. Right. So then they end up at this little soda fountain and Gary's like, I used to own my own restaurant 
And they go, and it's pretty cute. It's like an old school diner. They, they're they dressed up like old school. Yeah, it gave me, there's this movie called Pulp Fiction. Um, and um, where it's like a themed 50s diner. And this is clearly a similar theme. It gave me Jackrabbit Slims from Pulp Fiction oh, vibes. okay. Um, but continue. Yeah, and so at the dinner, she tells him about her experience with losing the love of her life. Yeah, Billy, her high school sweetheart, yes. with whom she date married with for 47 years. They've been together since she was 14 and he was 16. Yes. Um. So that's, they clearly bonded over that. Right. Which is, we expected we were going to get a lot right. of stories right. about love and loss. Right. When you have ages like this on the show. Right. So they connected over that, and they had a great time. And I think he told her, like, I really like you. He definitely did. Um, And then we got another dancing montage. <laughs> so. Yes. Uh, so don't stop believing. Just oh, a yeah. Time, but yeah, we got to talk about the. Morning but- <laughs> the okay. All right. Good job. But we got to talk about. Oh, okay. Are you going to let me okay. talk? Or? Um, okay. I saw, we got, someone replied to one of our comments on threads. Um, I wish I had his username. But anyways, he said um, they had the budget for Journey, but they didn't have the budget to get him a driver for LA. Exactly. Right. And they had, they were playing music in the first episode too, where you were like, what, what is this song budget over here? Yeah, they clearly they clearly went all out on the budget for licensing songs. If there's anything I know about that, it it's all from Office Ladies Pod uh-huh. because they'll talk about they'll little literally give the dollar amounts of the music of the songs that they used. Yeah. on um the Office, and it is astronomical. Like I'm sure. it's it's crazy. I never would have thought. I'm sure. Yeah, stenography was the guy who commented on that and said that. Um, yeah. Um, the thing about this state, like, it's very heartwarming. They had a really, like, okay, okay, okay. Well, this is, this is what I want to say about why this show is different, right? You were able to have an earnest conversation. So many times on the regular show, they are trying to, like, here's my sob story. And it's about how a bully stole my lollipop in third grade. Yeah. And that really traumatized me. And not to make light of people's stories. A lot of people on the show have have traumatic things yeah but they truly are just like let me find the most traumatic thing that's happened to me in the last 27 years of my life and tell about it and that'll somehow connect us no we got actual like deep heartfelt stories from both of them they actually made a real connection based on their life experience that was like true and not lip surface as it seems like most of the time and there's so much earnestness so much genuineness that when they did the kind of corny flash mob dance to don't stop believing even though it was produced even though it was corny at the end of the day seeing some older people <laughs> falling in love to journey you're like okay right sure you can't sure. get that kind of moment on the show that's why i don't on the regular show which is why i don't think they even try yeah you know what i mean what they do on the regular show is like hey i got i cheated in the past but <laughs> Now I went to therapy and I'm doing better. Let's go dance to this nameless country music <laughs> yeah, artist yeah, and yeah, kiss yeah. and make out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those, that's the difference between the dates. Yeah, true. True. Um, So that was that date, right? Yeah, I think so that's where it ends. Great. He gives her a rose after the flash mob. Of mom. course. Yeah, she gets a rose. 
And then we go into the group date, right? Right into it. This is an hour show. They're right going into straight into it. it. Um, so, of course, we have the classic, the Bachelor classic of the photographer comes and they do these silly photo shoots. Right. It has got to be the cheapest group date that they can <laughs> I mean, conceive of. Yeah. So, basically, I was caring for our son a lot during this episode, or during this part, so take it away, Jared. Yeah, so it was, you know, it was pretty by the book. They got Franco, which I, I have to, maybe we'll do a deep dive and get investigative journalists to see if, journalism to see if Franco is actually named <laughs> Franco and has that accent. Um, Because if not, dude, you're gonna you're about to get canceled. People's Rose is going to have it first. Anyways, just kidding. Anyways, um, so Franco comes out. Oh, you look gorgeous, Jerry. Jerry, you look gorgeous. Oh what a beautiful. Gosh. So, anyways, that's what I mean. That's his thing. Um, so they take pictures, and he says, "You got ten minutes. And you're all gonna run to this rack of clothes, and you gotta first come, first serve. Pick what you want." And like I said, Leslie, you know Miss Prince dancer herself, um, who you know I'm rooting for. Anyways, um. She wants to beeline it over towards the 70s gear, but I guess she doesn't have as much pep in her step as when she was dating Prince (laughs) and got beat out by Susan and company to the 70s gear. So she, oh my gosh, unbelievably got stuck with her biker jacket, I guess is what you call. Mm -hmm. And she's that's not her vibe, you know? (laughs) So she um, didn't get to wear the clothes she wanted and it kind of took her out of it a little bit. But um, she was a trooper and did the photo uh, shoot anyway. And Gary did not seem to care because yeah, I didn't. did see when they had a little one-on-one yeah, combo. Ver- verbatim. Well, not verbatim. I don't remember it verbatim. But basically close. He says, now what do you do when a guy you met two days ago comes up and says, you're really sexy or you're really attractive? And she's like, oh, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And, but then she, I guess, told him, why did he? He ended up leaving that conversation said that she had a softer side to her that wasn't just a sexy outward appearance that he got from her. He described it as her having a gooey inside, which, okay, Gary. <laughs> Save that for this fantasy suite. Oh, sleeps. my gosh. Um, but she, he's, uh, what was it that made him say well, that? Well, she. It, it was really inconsequential. I don't remember it being like, oh, wow, really, Leslie? It was more just, I mean, she showed him that she also had hearing aids. So she yeah. was like, look, I have hearing aids. And he's like, oh, so you can hear if I whisper? And then he whispered in her ear. Yeah, sweet nothings in the her ear. The Riz, okay? Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, at some point you get hypnotized, and he's clearly very <laughs> much attracted. Leslie is the, is the honeypot of the season oh for Gary. Oh, my gosh. So that was her on the group date, but she wasn't the only one there. Oh, yeah. Um, we've, we got. Who was the wedding dress girl? So Nancy. So Nancy was well. Okay. Before we get to Nancy, let's okay. go cover some of the other people. Okay. Um, we had um some other people who were kind of had varying experiences. Um, Susan was very fun, but very quick on her thing, her date. Um, on on in her photo shoot, they kind of quickly went over to her. Um, I'm Ellen was Ellen at that date? Who's? Let me look at the pictures. We have these guys these ladies pictures up because a lot of them are bleach spawn and it's hard to remember yeah ellen was there April was at but that she date. was kind of forgettable on the date no i don't think so i should have wrote this down okay but let's i'll do really quick april was there she april is a is very funny very crass but is a clearly a girl's girl 
or at this point a woman's woman. <laughs> she you saw her holding hands mm-hmm. with one of the other contestants, which you know is she's not she has friends, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. I think Nancy was there too. Oh no, Kathy. Oh, we know Nancy's there. Kathy was there. I th- what was Kathy in? I I don't remember, but she had it. Let's go to Faith. Faith. Um, well, we're gonna actually get into this a lot. We're gonna have a little call it maybe a brook educating brook segment of the show. <laughs> Faith was if you remember last week. <clears throat> okay, if you remember last week, Faith got the first impression rose, right? And she was really excited about it. She was singing. I literally said, "I don't care if this is for her promotion." She has the voice of an angel. I, I hope he picks her now. Basically, right. Anyways, Faith is not getting as much attention from Gary or the show this week. She felt kind of down about that and was like, oh, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. I got the first impression rose. That feels like it was ages ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, giving, just very insecure about her place. She goes up to Gary and is like, oh, like, I just don't even know if you notice me. And all these other beautiful women are like here. But I'm not like I'm not like the other women uh, that are here. You know, like I like wash horses and I go swim in horse straws and I like, you know, I'm out and I'm dirty and I just don't. I didn't even know, you know, it was giving a lot of pick me energy. You know, she was just you could tell she felt insecure about where she was. And she was looking to get affirmation from Gary. Didn't we? Okay, I discovered. Wait, what is, wait, what? Oh, is I this... discovered. You said this when we were talk, watching the show. <laughs> you had never heard of. I said, oh, wow, that people are saying she's a pick me. And you're like, what's a pick me? I, yeah. Uh, I'm worried about this, bro. <laughs> okay, I'm worried about I'm, this. I'm a I don't little... even know if this is going to make the podcast. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. But I've heard the phrase, but I don't what I don't uh, understand what it means. I am not saying this is about you. I'm not oh, saying this no. about you. I'm, not, I'm really not. But you ever hear those people like you ever heard a comedian like, hey, who's the guy that and like, don't you have that guy in your friend group that everybody hates? And if you can't think of anybody, you're that guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I would not describe you as that, but I've only known What you. is it? Explain it to me. Um, a pick me is a girl who is like, will do anything for male validation. Okay. And like affirmation to the point of degradating. Degrad, degrad, degrading? Degrade. Yeah. Why did I make that harder than it was? Degrading, tearing down and putting down other women to advance herself or to the point of like making her stand out. So a pick me is like, I don't understand. Okay. (laughs) A pick me thing would be like to tweet out randomly. I don't understand why it's so hard for women to take care of a man. If you're with me, I am making you three meals a day. I am cleaning your clothes. And honestly, women that wouldn't do that need to grow up. Okay. It's like that kind of energy. It's like to like metaphorically raise your hand and be like, guys, pick me. Pick me. Don't look at me. Pick me. Please, please. Please, please. Got it. Like, you know, imagine someone like aggressively like, pick me, please. Please, please, please. That's why it's called a pick me, right? Right. So that's like anytime a girl, it's, it's, it's primarily towards women. Cause I don't know if that if there's a, I've never heard of a guy being called a pick me. I guess it's plausible, but it's primarily towards women who are like doing exactly that, right? Kind of like 
oh my, I am not like those other girls. I'm the kind of girl that'll just like. Okay, that feels a little problematic though to say that only girls do it. I think guys, no, there's no. guys who definitely do that too. Like roles reversal. Yeah, there's definitely guys that are like, I'm the kind. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. My point is this. In culture, in the culture, in culture, pick me is kind of tends to be referring to women. Okay. Whether or not it's equally, you know. Sure. I'm just saying in culture, if you say pick me, nine times out of ten, someone's going to be thinking of that. And I could be wrong. Please tell me if I am. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's what I saw online immediately on, on like. Dang, poor Faith. Right. But she just, she fell into the thing that's common on all these shows. Sure. She was insecure about her station. Sure. All right. So now let's get to Nancy. Nancy was crying. Well, let's actually cover both of them. Nancy was crying um, on the date in her wedding dress because it was the first time she'd worn her wedding dress since her wedding to her now late husband. And when she got to talk about it with Gary, who was very attentive, very like in sight. Yeah. First, she just wanted to know what was going on, but he could feel that the vibes were right. off. Um, she just explained that, you know, she hadn't, you know, hadn't had those memories, but they're all happy memories and she was happy, but she was just kind of overwhelmed right? and took her out of it. Right. And he related to that as well. I got a feeling, unfortunately, we're going to find a lot of these people are widowed or divorced. Right. Um, But nonetheless, you know what I just realized? What? Did we see Marina at all? Let me see her picture because I Marina, don't remember her. I could have sworn Marina last week. She was a uh, um, she appears to be a. I think she was wearing a sarong or something last week. Oh, and I I almost I almost know for a fact she got picked. I wish I had deleted her notes from last week, but I don't remember seeing her. I don't really. Either. We'll do some research and get back to you on that. Anyways, long story short, Nancy felt that way. Had some memories brought up, and then I believe her name is. Joni Joan Joan um during later in the later like I guess she'll call it not a co- it wasn't a cocktail party but they had like a pool pool party kind of birthday party for Gary surprise birthday party Joan which was a little this was a little bit looser of a connection but you can never you know grief could be unexpected she had this was like she said she'd only had two birthdays since her husband had passed mm-hmm. away so have celebrating his birthday, I guess reminded her of her birthdays and how it's different now that he's her husband is gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. If you know someone who's older and has lost their partner at this stage in life, if you've ever spent time talking to someone who's gone through that, it's a you'll be you can pretty quickly realize that just about everything reminds yeah. them of their partner, especially if they were in a long lasting loving relationship. Right. So although some of these were a little. I don't want to call it weird, but I was like, hmm. Um, when you really think about it, I, I guess anything can remind you of your love, right? Right. So that was a group date. He ended up giving it to Nancy um, because of the connection they made. And a little, there was a little grumbles. Not grumbles, but just, you know, oh, I wish I'd gotten it. but Or I wanted it, but I don't. They didn't, there wasn't too much tension that they showed yet. Right. So then, like we heard, it was Gary, Gary's birthday so they threw him a surprise party and they just all just hung out and um cooked i think nancy no i think kathy and ellen did some cooking 
and for for him. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. We got to, he looks like he got to talk to just about everybody and make connections. He was very kind with just about all the women we saw. Um, it's hard to know who he didn't make connection with because he everything every woman he showed he had a compliment to say for them. Mm-hmm. He did give Ellen a framed picture of the photo they took from the Photoshop mm-hmm. photo sh- shoot group mm-hmm. date, which she said was the best gift she'd ever received in her <laughs> life. Which I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, the yeah. bar is the floor, um, in Ellen's life, but um. Ellen, I think, is rising up the charts. He really seems into Ellen. He does seem into Ellen, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure I understand why. Well, yeah. and he's also We also see her in previews. I'm sure maybe there's more connection to be made. We get more, I think, of doubting from... I think this is where we got the bulk of the faith stuff. I can't remember. Um, and then, yeah, just... Can't, nothing... Too much of that I can recall else happened there like i said we're flying through this hour episode um and then finally uh we get to the rose ceremony and um natasha is sent home as well as Jeannie. natasha had the great idea of doing rose ceremonies (laughs) and chairs for these older women yes another situation where it's different for the older yeah. people than the younger people. Right? And then Jeannie also, she was really appreciative that he was emotional about sending her home because it mattered to him. And he was, you know, she liked that. She didn't want, she didn't harbor any ill wills. And in fact, she said, I'd given up on finding love. But seeing Gary and knowing that there's nice guys that are still out there and available and knowing that her mother had found love at 70 had reinvigorated her to continue yeah, her love. She felt more hopeful. And so she was, you know, overall grateful. Which is great. So we got some a preview of what's looks gonna be more tenser weeks ahead for our bachelor and his golden ladies. So we're excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um really quickly, we didn't get to cover Love a Bachelor in Paradise last week because mm. it was two air uh, two hour episodes. And we have to draw the line somewhere, we right? Gotta draw the line. So I mean, at this point, it's a week later. You've probably seen episode two, but we still haven't when we're recording right. this. You know, it's uh, we have yet to watch it. So quickly on episode one, what are your thoughts? In oh like my gosh! From Brand, no, who's the Hispanic Brayden. guy? No, oh, the Hispanic guy. Will. Okay, Will is. A shining star for me. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Will. I love him. The one that kissed the girl and went on a date with the other yes. one? You love him? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, we'll talk about that after the pod. <laughs> Not like I love him, I want to date him. How is he a shining think, star? I just think he... Is awkward and, a, and he's like, a ladies man? Yeah. Deceitful? Yeah. And, and then you love him? <laughs> All right. I mean, this is the last episode of the People's Rose. <laughs> no, I just think he was he. I okay. Well, I didn't realize that he was the one on whose season was it? Michelle's and his Michelle's season who <laughs> got his jacket thrown in the pool, right? And had an altercation about it. And I just feel like he's really um, like rebranding himself now at Paradise. Okay. Okay, I think he's right. funny. I think he's fun. I think he's cute. Well, clearly. I, 
<laughs> you know, I liked how when he went on the date with Kylie. Well, when he went on the date with he Kylie, fell in the water. He you fell like in the water. And then he acted weird and awkward about and it. And then the whole he time. he was so embarrassed that he acted like really weird. And but Kylie wasn't. I mean, Kylie was like, "It's okay, it's fine." But he eventually like loosened up and got over it. Okay, interesting. I like him. I didn't Wait, know we were going his... this way with it. Let's talk what's about my shining again? star on the beach. What's his name again? I said Will. Will, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, tell us who your shining star is. <laughs> uh, any time. Well, she has. She steps on the beach week two, but we just see it in previews. We haven't watched the episode yet. Anytime Hannah Brown steps on the beach, she's. I mean. She's going to be the shining star. So there's but she, that. But you do realize she's engaged. I know she's oh. not. Yes, okay. I know. I just say anytime she steps down. on the scene. And then also, um, so, but of the people we saw on the first week, I do think the girl that was deceived by Will, she's going to be funny. She seems fun. And she's oh, like, yeah. She's the, really good in the. Um, the first girl he kissed? Yes. He's re- she's really good in the. Um, uh, in ITMs is what they're called. We call them diary rooms because we watch Big Brother, but. What in is the, ITN? In the moment, so what they're called on Bachelor. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Some of us are just reality TV That's aficionados. On That's what they say on nope. Reddit. How do you know that? Uh, again, I'm just a hardcore Bachelor okay. Nation fan. All right. And I know little factoids like that. That's okay. why you listen to the People's Rose for this kind of factual stuff. <laughs> um, she's she's cool. And then I think I think the guys are dead so far. Aaron sucks. Um, Will's awkward and. Already is in trouble with two girls. Who's Aaron? Aaron S. from Katy, Texas. That's on. That was just on the season we watched. Oh, I forgot that was his name. And then, um, who did? Who was he already booed up with? Eliza. Eliza. Um, let's let's talk about the weirdest couple, which is um, um, the ex bachelorette. Sean and Rachel. Sean and Rachel. I mean, there's really you nothing to say. I think they just, she's a bachelorette, so it's, you know, he just wants to stick around. And so they. Well, I think, yeah, I think she looked around and saw, okay, everybody's matched up. I got to match up with somebody. And so I'll, I, he's the last yeah, choice. That's just so clearly like a let's stay on the beach another week couple. Yeah. That, again, it, it's not even worth it. Um, Who else was on there? Oh, Brooklyn's here from Oklahoma. Oh yeah, we like she. She if can be your fits, shining star. No, I give. I decide who gets my sh- my shining star. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I think that's it though. Actually, I can't remember too many of the other people. It's been it was two hours. Yeah, two hours after the Golden Bachelor. Once you get a one hour episode, and then you see a two hour, and you really see how much just fluff is in there, mm-hmm. it's kind of annoying. Yeah, so that was crazy. Um, um, let's talk about how Kylie gets involved with Will. First of all, Kylie gets mad because Will kisses someone else first. Mm-hmm. Then she goes on a, she gets a date card. Surprise, surprise. The producers gave her a date card. Goes on a date with Will. You know, falls madly in love with Will. While she's also saying the person she wants to meet so bad is Avon. she fell wildly in love with Will. Jared, I was being dramatic. Uh Obviously, she didn't fall wildly, wildly in love after one date. Yeah. 
But anyway, so then all episodes she's talking about, Avon, 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 I want to meet Avon, I want to meet Avon. And then the producers, of course, as soon as they get back from this date, in walks Avon. Yeah. And the episode ends. Yeah, it's definitely, that's, it's definitely par for the Bachelor, a Bachelor in Paradise book. Right. Listen, um, it's going to be interesting to see how captivating this season can be. Um, it's the, it's fall. I don't know if I'm in the summer vibes. <laughs> I don't know why they held it on so long. I know why, because of the strike, strike, but it's just like the vibes aren't the same seasonally. And so many of these people came in with agendas because of, like, the reason she was so into Avon was because they have been talking on Instagram. Yeah. Effectively. And it's like so much of this is just continuing. There's their, like, bachelor world, nation world that they all exist in. I know. What was I saying? Like, oh, how great would it be to just be like, yeah, I'm going to on the beach for a month no cares in the world with all my friends or like yeah. people who i kind of know yeah they all have a like a general awareness of each other because they're all on the bachelor show so right um we'll see i'm hoping it's um uh, i think that's why they're sending in this series is sending in bachelorettes is to keep us entertained sure but we know they're not coming to be on the show right uh, except for rachel who just okay <laughs> like i feel i feel kind of bad but um, that's Bachelor in Paradise. We'll talk about this week's episode next week. Um, wow, let's uh pour one out. Moment of silence. We're not getting Brooks Buzz this week. Sorry. We just, you know, it's, it's a lot a going busy on. Week. It's a busy week. We already have so many reality shows we're covering, just mainly on this show. Um, if you could just give us and this truly fifteen to thirty seconds on the what's the latest on the Kardashians. Did we talk about the call? We talked about the call last week, Yeah, right? I honestly haven't even watched the episode from this week. Oh, okay. So well, I then, don't know. So don't, I don't know. I just would like to say, now that I have further context on the call between Courtney and Kim, I think I, my understanding of it is a little better now. And I'll, all I'll have to say now is, who cares? Y'all are <laughs> both, y'all can both do campaigns for Gucci. But, and if your wedding just... <laughs> If you know, I know it was your wedding, but if you didn't, if you wanted it to be special, you should have picked Forever Twenty One. Go something really off. Oh my god! You know, Kim will never do something like that, right? And then you could have had it all to yourself, right? All right, and also really quickly, let's talk about Amazing Race, which we watched another episode of that came out this Wednesday. You know, Amazing Race actually really does well with their 90-minute episodes. Yeah, you need a 90-minute episode because it's so fast-paced. If you could do it in one hour, then it's just like, where where did the time even go? That and especially with the commercial flights and the way the race is structured this season, you can have teams finishing hours a, a different right. I mean, away from I'm talking from the first team to the last team so it's like almost two different races right exactly um, the race for first and the race to not be last right exactly people are like totally different you know I mean, people are finishing before someone's even uh doing like the second challenge of the other race or the leg of this leg of the race right right so really quickly what I let's just talk about who we like I think we're both rooting for 
the Asian couple. I forget. Jocelyn the- and Victor. Yes, I forget their nationalities. Jocelyn and Victor. I think he said he's from Laos. Yes, I couldn't remember if they were in Laos or if he was from Laos, but yes. I think he said he was from Laos, and so they were in some Asian country this week. Yeah, we forgot. Sorry and about that. They, and they had a leg up because he, you know, recognized some of the words because they had to go to a market and they had to yeah, get the I ingredients. Think was, I think they said Thailand, and the, the accent... The northern dialect was similar to mm-hmm. the, the the language he was familiar with, and, and they run a market, so yeah. it was very yeah yeah so very cool there, um and of course they came in first again, so they're really killing it honestly. Yep, and they were talking. Remember at the beginning they said they were looking to get closer in their relationship and right. get to know each other better, and I was like, well, they already seem to have such a good dynamic, and that dynamic continued. He was supportive of her when she was crying. Mm-hmm. He is a I mean, he's Buddhist, and so he, like, you know, he prayed for her, um, which, you know, it's like, it shows his caring for her, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so, it does, it's good to see the relationship growing. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so then another team I would say we really like is the father's son, the father's deaf, and they're Rob and Corey. Yeah, they do a really good job too. Did they get second this week? They got second. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought so, and they yeah they're really fun. Mm -hmm. It really does like a lot of times we do multitask while we watch this show, but when they're on, you really (laughs) got to be watched because they will cut to him signing. Yeah. And they have subtitles up, but if you're just you know casually watching, you'll definitely miss out what he's saying. So that you know. You know what I really like, and I don't know if I've seen them do this on Amazing Race yet, but like on Ninety Day Fiance with the um guy who was deaf on there, mm-hmm. they would do scenes for him where it would go completely silent. So they would be like, he would be like walking down a super busy street in the Philippines. And it would go completely silent, like as if it was from his perspective. Yeah. And I really liked that a lot. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do that with this. Um... If you'll notice, they did that on the opening because we, we ended up seeing it again for some reason, at least the beginning of The Golden Bachelor when the show started episode one. There was no sound. There's no music or anything. Until he put his hearing aid in. And then oh, the music yeah. Came they did do that. Forgot. Um, okay, so then another team we like would be the brothers, Greg and John. There's the soft, the black brothers, the software engineers. Um, yeah, they had they had a couple bumps this week. But they still got third. Right, they right. Still which came shows third. Good, which yeah. shows how good they are. Right. Um, and then the father, Texans. daughter, Steve, and Anna Lee. Anna Lee. Oh, Anna, is it not Anna Lee? No, is that Lee? Anna. Yeah, I guess that is Lee. Yeah, um, yeah, they're from Texas. They're kind of like in the middle of the pack right now, so mm-hmm. we'll see if they can bump it up or, or how that'll play out. Right. Um, and then we get this team. They ended up getting last. The mom and daughter. We get them confused a little bit with the sisters. <laughs> yeah, I keep getting the mom and daughter confused with the sisters. Right. The sisters are the ones that are argumentative, and literally the first moments we saw on screen for them was like, 
Will we be able to not to get along and not curse <laughs> each other out this season? Yeah. We'll see. But I think they got like fourth place this week. Right. And they have an express pass. In oh, the yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, some of the challenges were good. This was a good location. It was a little low key. Nobody jumping out of planes. Yeah. But uh, what I liked about it is that it definitely showed the area that they were in. Which again, we forgot. I think they're in Vietnam, Vietnam, Vietnam. Vietnam but they have, Thailand. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Please forgive me, guys. This is really bad. Um. But yes. Um. They're in Thailand, and the, like marshy. They had to do like the marshy swamp and connect, collect the lotus flowers and do the mm-hmm. bouquets of that. Mm-hmm. It was really sweet and really cool. In that we just don't see that everywhere, right? right. We got to see pomelos and picking pomelos, which is a fruit that I've never seen that I don't think Same. in real life. Um they we got to see them shop in the market and um go just those around. market those oh, market gosh. ones would stress me out. Right. Isn't that where when Brittany and um Janelle went home? Oh no was me. they had it me. was a market challenge, wasn't it, was, it? Yeah, but it was close. I think they were it was like them and another team yeah. running around and those, those last two teams. That sucks. Um, but yeah, it, the legs are good so far. I can't remember if we saw that the next week on Amazing Race. I don't remember, but um, we're excited for next week, regard regardless, mm-hmm. regardless. I can't believe I just said that. Regardless. <laughs> okay. Anything else before I move on? I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. We'll finish it up with love is. Blind Y'all, again. It's th- a lot. This is we- this is um a little delayed. What we'll be talking about because by now a week we'll be talking about episodes from a week ago. By the time this is released, um. But again, we just you know it, it releases the day after we record. So, anyways, let's talk about the second batch of episodes from the Houston edition. Of Love is Blind. This is giving Houston dating a bad rap. Yeah, this is this is a if train wreck. You, if you look everywhere online right now, it's like one thing we learned from this: no, dating in Houston is no good. Now yeah. I can let you all know I did find the love of my life in Houston, Texas. Houston, born and raised. Yeah, and um, <laughs> this season is it's just really like um on on the on Reddit and. Uh, some of the other sites are just saying like, oh, they should never go back to Texas because the Dallas one is one of the weaker seasons of Love is Blind. And now the Houston one is and looking to just, be the absolute worst season of Love is Blind. And it just does not help that JP decided to be fully decked out head to toe in American gear and then have the audacity to come at Taylor the way he did. Yeah, if Again, yeah, he was. Oh gosh. Okay, well we'll get to it. But um, yeah. In, in general, this has just been such a letdown. I am genuinely disappointed. I am genuinely not sad, but just like, like really, this is the best they could have casted. And you just hear it's just it's just the weakest season of Love Is Blind. There's nobody to root for. Even the mess, it's messy and there's scandal, but it's not even like, it's more like, 
I'll, even the mess isn't isn't messing like it's supposed to. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. So, um, let's see what happened. What? What? How? How do we start these episodes? Golly, I guess we were still in Mexico. Right? What well, started in Mexico? This is our first time in Mexico after coming out of the pods. Oh my we, gosh! They, it they, seems like we watched it so long ago at this point. It, it was literally a week ago. Yeah, it was. So yeah, they come out of the pods, and so then we, we're getting. Milton and um, Lydia, and she's still kind of getting used to it. She's like, oh, I, he's not the guy I would usually go to. She was describing him. She said his voice is so booming, you know, and it's so strong. And then you meet him, and he's like very much still 24, and you can see it. And you're like, yeah, he told you that. Yeah. Um. So there's them. And then we've got JP and Taylor, oh. which are awkward city from Train the get-go wreck. in Mexico. And she's like, oh, he's not really talking. You know what? Yeah. When when can we go? Okay. Let's just get into it. Let's we'll, we'll get into all of Taylor and JP right now. Well, but who was the other couple that's there? Is Stacy uh, and Izzy? Stacy and Izzy. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. And Renee and Carter. So Taylor and JP, she's like, I don't know what's up, but he's like not really talking. Like he's really not talking. And they, she kind of keeps saying that and she's like, I'm trying and you can tell she's very upset about it. She's a very emotional about it. She's like, I just don't really understand. Like, I'm really trying. And she eventually on probably what, night three together? Well, let's not jump straight, straight to it. Let's cover okay. some base ground. Let's talk about some things, right? They were in the hot tub and kind of those initial moments in Mexico that they were showing us and the vibes were off. Um, there was no flirtation. No flirtation. No, no physical touching. chemistry. No words spoken really right. from JP. Um, he was just kind of like, yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, she... Like, let's talk about it. They kissed, and uh, we're not recording, video recording, but he would kiss, and, like, he was, like, a peck, and he would, like, revolt. Yeah. He would, like, and then he would, like, yeah, jump back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, like, or, like, jump his head back each and every single time they kissed. Yeah. It was, like, clearly not kisses of passion. And she could pick up on that, obviously. Yeah, right. Um, he wasn't engaging in conversation with her, and I don't remember what it was, but it was early in that first episode where I was like, "Oh my, he's not. Even, he doesn't even like this girl." Yeah, it was obvious. He was like, "This guy does not like this girl." Yeah. Let's another thing before we get to it. And I was like, kind of at at first giving him a, the benefit of the doubt, and I was like, "It probably is kind of awkward, and maybe he is just like a shyer guy. Like maybe he." You know, but... And then, let's... Another thing she's addressed, they addressed, is... And if it, like... And this could be a reason for him keeping his mouth pursed and jumping back. Is one of the few times they kiss, kissed, she literally immediately was like, mm, your breath is stinky. And he was like, yeah, oh, yeah. She's like, it's okay, mine is probably too. But for someone that you... Don't know, the cameras are watching for to go like, wow, your breath stinks after the kitchen. Yeah. Mean that his stuff, his breath stinks. Yeah. So I mean that I'm 
I, you know, some people have issues with that. <laughs> so that very well could be a reason. Um, he was kissing like that, but there was zero chemistry. Right. There was zero talking. And like, you you watch the show, obviously, you know, what we're talking about, but like, man, if you didn't, like, you, we can't, we are not over exaggerating. They wouldn't talk. And then she would try to talk. And he would say, I hate when people try to make me talk. Like, yeah. literally. Yeah. So then it all comes to a head night, like maybe the third or fourth night, like you right. said, what happened? So finally, she's like, I've had enough. And he is like, well, she's like, what changed? Like, what? Wait. Okay. We sorry. Another okay. thing. She like, she saw they like for they had showed brief moments of all the couples on the beach. And remember, she, she would, like, see all the other couples interacting yeah. and how nice everybody was. Because there was, the, with the other two couples, there was a lot of chemistry. Tons physical. Of chemistry, physical. Tons of touching, Yeah. Tons of laughing. Yeah. Smiling. Some, I mean, bare minimum. Tons of words. Right. Being spoken between each other. Right. And this is where it gets interesting. You might be thinking at this, well, maybe just JB's a shy guy. Maybe he doesn't have a lot to say. He had tons to say. Milton was talking to him. Yeah. What did what did Milton say? Something like, "So you getting getting in the bedroom bed a lot or some, well, something?" Something very than that. childish. You said you're probably getting a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he and JP <laughs> was simply just like, "No," and Milton was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." Yeah. So like like okay so like there's just zero. Um, it's like he's not awkward. It wasn't not. It wasn't just that he was he was, he was talking with True. The other people. True. It wasn't awkward with them. True. And he had tons to say, um, cons- like considering. Um, and Taylor saw that too. Yeah. She was talking to Stacy and was like, "Yeah, I'm starting to realize that I don't think this guy likes me, and like mm-hmm. I made a mistake." She mm-hmm. said, "I think I should not have said yes." But I didn't know. Yeah, I like right. how how would you know that? And right. I, I agree. How would she have known? Exactly. Exactly. So so after that, I uh, think I'm after so sorry. oh my gosh, what? Well, you jumped <laughs> you jumped to literally like the very end. I know, I, but okay, there so wasn't then, much. I didn't think. No, there's times. There's three episodes. So he constantly is also she also is kind of like passive aggressively, but not to get him to talk. She tried. It was polite. She would like try to talk about things. She's like, well, it could help if it helps. You could like pretend to be on the other side of a wall, you know, to connect. And he's just like, mm, nah, right. So she really exhausted all her avenues. Right. She was very polite about it. I think everyone who saw her, no one's saying she was bel- be- bel- belligerent. Belligerent. Sure. Even though he was like, you gave up on it. You just won't get past how awkward it is. <laughs> so finally, Brooke. They it all comes to a head. So finally, it all comes to a head, and she's like, "What is the deal? Like, why have things changed since the pods?" And this man finally speaks up and has the audacity to say, "Well, it's because you had on so much makeup; it felt like you, it felt disingenuous, or what's the word? It didn't feel genuine. You didn't feel real. You felt fake." Right, and that's why he couldn't connect to her. Right. And this woman was so cool, calm, and collected. Granted, she probably was too stunned to speak. But she just kept her cool. And she was just like, okay, 
I think that's stupid. Basically, I think you're wrong for that. But she could have easily popped off and been like, well, I don't want to date you because you have stinky breath. Or I don't want to date you because you have a gap in your teeth. I don't want to date you because I don't want to get arrested for your involvement in January 6th. (laughs) Oh, Um. my gosh. But she was just like, okay. And she was like, I'm going to go stay in another room. And we can regroup in the morning. And she also thanked him and said, this is a good step. Like, I'm glad we're talking. Which shows that she was still striving to make the relationship work. And that relation, like, communication and honesty is a part of a relationship. Right. Like, she was kind of like, she was like, okay, that sucks to hear. And, like, you know, we're obviously not on the same page with that. But I'm glad to hear you actually speaking up for what's truly going on with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, the truth of the matter is, is I think that he just did not... Yeah, like he just was not attracted to her. And instead of just like saying that, he used this crazy excuse of, well, you have on too much makeup and blah, 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 blah. Right. And he might claim, well, yeah, of course, that's why I wasn't attracted to her because she was fake. But that's like such. And then she was also like, I also have not been wearing makeup like any of the days that we've been here on vacation. So like that one time is gonna throw you off and he's like (laughs) he literally was like yeah well i wish you would have just like looked like you do without makeup i wish you just would have come to the reveal without makeup sir not a woman in on this show is gonna come to the reveal without a drop of makeup on yeah no it's like it's like I realize the makeup discourse has like taken it's not not take it's not taken over but it's like a real big part of it but listen it was just an excuse. Yeah. He could have said, oh, I didn't like you because you wore a blue dress. Right. He just picked makeup. And then even whether it was consciously or subconsciously, I think it's apparent that the real reason was he wasn't into her. Right. Once but, he saw her, love isn't blind for JP. Right. But can Jared, you read him so wrong. Yeah, no, I you get. You were yeah. so thinking that it was going to be the opposite. Well, yeah, because we saw her talking about his gap tooth and how she thought it was awkward. But, and I guess because he didn't say anything, I assume she would be the reason they didn't make it. But yeah, Brooke called it. She said like, "Oh, she, you could tell that he's just not going to be into her look. Right. That was going to be the end of it." And that's literally exactly what happened. So, so then break- the next morning, yeah, she breaks up with him, and I was so proud of her because he was like, "I want to try to make it work," and she's like, "I don't. I'm done." Which is ultimately always the right move. Yeah. You're like, you're not, y'all not married, even though it's an engagement. Break it off. Right. You're not going to work it out. It's not going to work out. Right. Um, and she admitted her mistakes and saying yes, that they tried and that they wanted it to work. And she's not going to. Right. And if you'll remember, he smiled. Right. He didn't, like, act, you know, happy or like, woohoo. But he, you couldn't, he even, his, his face betrayed him and he was like, Oh, okay. Oh, so annoying. So he's, I'm sure he's going to, I think it's, I, I don't know why I think he's from Sealy. Anyway, he's going to go back to her, the fire station, you know what I mean? And find him someone that doesn't wear makeup, I'm sure. So um, anyway, now we're down to two couples. Right, which like out of the gate to have three that they showed, apparently there was another couple that were on the show. We'll get into them, I think, in yeah, the end we'll, of the season. Yeah, we'll get into that. 
end of the season, I think, where we have more clarity on the details. Oh, okay. Because I'm assuming they'll be at the reunion. Yeah, but I feel like it's so relevant because everyone's talking about it online that we should right, probably talk about it. Right, but everyone talking about it online, but also the story changes every yeah, single day. Yeah, true. So, you know what I mean? I'd rather just wait till we have the facts. But if you don't know, some of the couples... Renee and Carter. Right, but what I was going to say is that some of the couples in the pods... Some other people get engaged in the pods, but the producers decide to not follow their stories. Well, it usually always somehow gets out who who it was and kind of what happened with their relationship. And one of those was Renee and Carter, and it is just messy. What's different about Renee and Carter is most of the times when they get engaged in the pods and the producers say, okay, we're going to pick these couples to follow. Y'all come to Mexico. They show them. Renee and the other ones that they don't pick, even if they got engaged, are like, okay, y'all got engaged and love is blind for y'all, but we're not going to follow you. The show ends for you here. Renee and Carter actually went to Mexico with the couples, which is, that hasn't happened before, where a couple went to the resort with the other couples and ostensibly went through the entire season of the show and then were edited out. This appears to be the first time that was happening. Yeah. Now, the exact reason says for why to that, there's literally tons of rumors that are out there. It would be, I think it would be best to wait until we know what's up. But that's what's sure. going on. Everyone's talking about it. Sure. So now we're down to two, which is already a low number. Even if we've shown Renee and Carter, that's still only four couples. You lose one in JP and Taylor. Um, and that's a low number for Love is Blind. For right. They follow. Right. We only got two. And one is Lydia Milton, <laughs> who I think... At this point, you know, heading into those episodes, no one thought they were going to make it. Right. She seemed to be fake begging him to get married because she just wanted to be married. And then Izzy and Stacy, which are just kind of, they were seemed so surface level in the pod that I yeah. don't think anyone really thought they would have the depth to go the distance. Right. 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 So we've got time, a little time. Let's talk about what. Well, I would like to just say that oh, there's really actually so much to talk about. <laughs> I would like to do Izzy and Stacy because I think we can do that pretty quickly. Oh, gosh. Only The reason I say it's pretty quickly is because I think they they need to pull a JP and Taylor. I think so, too. Stacy is wealthy. Yeah. Her father is wealthy. Yeah. She has a good, high-paying job. Um, she works hard. No one's saying she didn't. Her father worked hard for his money. That's not what we're saying. But because they're well, she's wealthy, she likes to do nice things. Really nice things. Um, like, <laughs> like have, have ceramic two Mercedes. plates. Like have plates. <laughs> just, just ceramic plates is a starting point for her. Yeah. Of, of, of deal breakers. Yeah. Um, all the way up to first class flights to Paris that men pay for the whole meal for. Her, 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 her partner, right? Right. That's what she's looking for. Right. Izzy does not have that. No. I actually don't even I'm I know he's claiming to on the show. You can't I'm not actually convinced that he has a job. I think it's he's also working. very the details are very sketchy. Yeah, I something think if he about has a job, Colorado it's like, and something about just moving here and something about you can build your way to the Well, yeah, he's in insurance he's in insurance sales and I don't want to get to, you know, if 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 you're in that field I don't think his insurance, I think he's in a very sketchy one, right? Sure. So anyway, I just, anyway. But what is it that they say? What is like the tagline that they say? 
when they're trying to get you to be part of their MLM scheme. Oh, it's just how I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like you, 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 lo- possibilities. Like the sky's the limit kind of thing? Kind of like the sky's the limit, potential to make lots of money. Yeah, but I mean, he's, he says he, he started a new job in the insurance sales where he plans to work three times a week to better his work-life balance and travel more. And it's like, they're not talking about traveling more. They're talking about like high rolling. Right, mm-hmm. his Stacy's dad broke it down to him when they got back to Houston, mm-hmm. and it was all it was all great in Mexico because it was all just right, you know, them flirting and hooking up, and Stacy's clogging up the toilet, which they made a big deal about. <laughs> that was all great. Then they got to Houston, and he's like, "Oh wow, she has a three story home. Yeah. Oh wow, she has two two really nice cars. Oh wow, all of her family are laughing at me because I don't have a passport. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's time to break up." Yeah, I don't. I I know there's like a lot more nuance, I guess, to it. Yeah, but I think every you should see the writing on the wall, and it should be like, okay, right. this. I just. It's not to say that Izzy couldn't go out and find a job that would give him the ability to do what she, Stacey's expecting of her partner. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like he's going to, and it's like, yeah, it's not just like, oh, let me go get a two hundred fifty thousand dollar job. Yeah, you know? yeah, you just like, can't why do didn't that. I think of that before? I'll just right. go do that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's clear that they just come from very different backgrounds, and there's not a lot of room for understanding when it comes to that. And really, you know, I don't think Stacy is meaning to be um like act, meaning to act super entitled but you know she when she went yeah when she went to his house and was like appalled that he had paper plates I'm like I, I don't it just felt very shame shaming yeah at, at his house when she went to his house I don't know why, but she seemed to be just in the mood for a confrontation. Yeah, that could be true, too. Because... Well, I think it all stemmed from him having that... Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, the leftovers from other women that have been to his place. Yeah. But that in and of itself, I think, was... It's not like he had a shrine to his conquest up on the wall. (laughs) Yeah. I think he just had a lost and found drawer, which might be essentially the same thing. And I think you said it best when you said maybe you said he subconsciously just kind of wanted her to know I am experienced. I have, I do have, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that because I, it also became very clear to me that he was sexually intimidated by. Yeah. Uh, Stacy on the at, on, in at the Mexico, mini-golf, she was literally talking about all the wild free stuff she wanted to get yeah. into, and they panned. <laughs> they, 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 they cut to his face, and he's just got a thousand yard stare, like you know, he's facing <laughs> an ambush in Vietnam or something. Um, so, he's sweating too. I mean, she's just, I think, very secure in who she is and what she wants yeah and what she looking what she's looking for and what she expects and it's not izzy and i don't think izzy is compatible with that same and like again to be honest it's not even like a train wreck their relationship 
in the like fun to watch way. It, to me, it's just more like, okay, y'all should just break up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. y'all are going to get there. But, like, anything that happens between now and then, it's just kind of been like, y'all are just delaying this. Yeah. Don't make this harder than it needs to be. Right. But um, for the sake of time, we got to go to Lydia and Milton, even though I guess we could have a whole pod about Izzy oh and Stacey. Oh, my gosh. But we also you. could have a whole pod about Milton and Lydia. Because Lydia and Milton, by... Tangentially also um, gets us onto the Uche and Aaliyah discussion. Oh, gosh. Man, let's go through it piece by piece. We'll start with Aaliyah. Aaliyah came in looking great. She had her hair done well. She had on a really cute outfit. They're at a restaurant. and Because she left, if you'll remember, in those first batch of episodes, without saying goodbye to Milton. I mean, to Uche. He was upset about that. And we're left on a cliffhanger of him calling her... And then hanging up on her. Yeah. But now they're back in Houston. They're having a conversation. And if you ask me, it seems that he came to that conversation to see. Because, he is, again, he had yet to see her to be like, okay, is this a girl I'm into? Mm-hmm. If so, let's do it. If not, I'm out. Mm-hmm. The way the edit showed on TV was that they were out, that he was out. Yeah. He heard her piece. She apologized, said, I'm, I still love you. He said, well, I actually used to love you, but I don't anymore. I'm done. He came in with like a full docket, like a lawyer would. Right. Like, let's go like through ready this, to dress this, her and down this. And tell her why yeah. she was wrong and why she was a horrible human being. And she went into it saying, I love you. I want to be with you. You are the person that I would choose to be with. I want to leave here with you. But I know I remember this for a fact. There's a soundbite that plays and I can't I don't I mean, I can't confirm that he said it at that moment. Yeah. But a soundbite that plays that says this relationship is done. Right. Then they show him getting up and leaving. Right. Now what that could have happened is he could have been talking about Lydia to Lydia at an earlier time saying this relationship is done or just in another context at another time. But they played over that footage and then they show a clip of him leaving to go use the restroom. Right. I say all that because Uche claims that after that moment in where he meets Aaliyah that they kissed they made up and decided to date for a while. Right. After that, now right. he didn't. I, presumably, that relationship ended. He didn't say we're still dating, and I have yet to hear from Aaliyah online. Really, ha- have you? Seen no, anything? I haven't seen anything but from he, her online. He claims the producers doctored the footage to make it look like it ended there. When he says it did, we don't know. We don't I'm know. Waiting for the reunion to get clarity on that. You know, and. I mean, we could, I've been bamboozled by producers many a time, but I also feel like Uche will spin anything to make it look like it's his best interest. Yeah, I'll never trust Uche. Same. I just, there, um, man, was that this batch of episodes or the first one? Can't, I do think Lydia's kind of crazy. But I also think he's a gaslighter manipulator and is doing everything he can to make her crazier and make her seem crazy to everyone else. Same. He admitted, like, they have a fight later, him and Lydia, at a get-together with the couples in Houston. Yeah. Where he admits, and she's like, I wasn't going to say it, but you're, like, pressing me on it. The reason I started looking through your friends on Instagram is because you cheated on me. Yeah. And I wanted to know why and who. Right. And he's like, yeah, but the reason you found out that I cheated is because you were going through my phone. Like, that's such a, like... Now, I didn't think she actually said that. I thought when she, I thought she said that when she was on her own. 
She said that to him. She said, do you want to know? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. And he was just like skirting around it. Like, no, oh, I don't want to talk about it. He's, yeah. But she said it's because you cheated on Oh. I'll show you after this. Yeah. I need to rewatch um, it. But long story short. I'll get, we don't. We can't rehash the whole conversation. You I know always if you need to it. watch the fight scenes multiple times. You know, if you watched it, Lydia just said, "I'm done with this. I'm with Milton." That's what I liked about Lydia. That Lydia, and like, hey, I just want to just okay, Uche, whatever. I you don't know, trust him. He he's just his stories were always matched. He claimed he was done with Lydia, but then in the pods, he was like, "Oh, I just want the best with Lydia right. to Milton." Which is shady. And then if he's really done with Lydia, why are you coming in to get together trying to get a ball in her business and stuff? When she's like, okay, I don't care anymore. I'm with Milton. Please leave me alone. Right. You know what I mean? I think with Lydia and Uche, it was a classic case of she liked him more than he liked her. And, but because she was somebody who was giving him attention, who was willing to be there, she, he was he was down to do whatever and he probably told her i don't want a real relationship no, i, I want to just be i don't think he said that. You, you so you think he kind of misled her a I little bit yeah her. i definitely think he misled her because she told Aaliyah the reason it, they broke is because she needed too much and she was too needy and he had growing to do so I think that he was he was like, well, I'm not ready for a relationship. But that, would, and she was probably just like, okay, we can be casual. Well, that is what Uche would have you think, and this right. is why this is why it's different. That sounds like a clear cut. I am not ready for a relationship with you, and it makes it sound like, oh, but I'm crazy and I'm going to stalk you. Yeah. What I think is more likely to have happened is blurred lines, still a lot of physical intimacy. Him texting, how are you today, sweetie? Sure, sure. Oh, you're looking, you know, I saw you today, you're looking great. Like, oh, I just love talking to you so much. I just, man, if I weren't so busy and if things weren't so, like, in a weird state, I, I just, sometimes I think we'd be perfect for each other. But I just don't know if that's what's right right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how those conversations go down. And it is possible that he was just like, Lydia, I do not like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do like you enough to, you know, hang out with you, but I do not want a relationship with you, point blank. Yeah. But Lydia also seems, even though he's made her and it seems like she's a little off, I think what I'm saying is I, I'm i starting to see from what I see from Uche is that he's much more likely to massage the facts to get what he wants. Yeah. So Lydia, he's a cheater. It's been confirmed. But he made Aaliyah feel like she was yeah. the second coming of Hitler because right. she cheated and was honest right. about it. Well, and it was like, I'm sure, and I'm sure, I am sure that he would spin it of, well, you were with him for two years and you didn't tell him. And, well, I wasn't, not, what I had wasn't serious and right. did it, you know, and that's just, I don't, that's just so annoying. Right. So, okay. Uche is barely on the show. So we talked about way more about him than I wanted to, because this is mostly my opinion of Lydia's changes because she, yeah, she had some craziness in the pod, but like, let's be honest. She saw a person she really liked three months ago. In the pods, however she got there, whether she engineered it, engineered it or not, <laughs> she clearly... I mean, like, let's be honest, America. 
very few people on this earth are over their ex completely three months later. Especially yeah. when they're on a speed dating show with yeah. their ex, watching that ex date a new person. And everyone's like, Lydia's crazy! <laughs> I'm like, I know so many people personally in my life that three months out from breaking up with their ex, if you put them on a reality dating show with them, would be like, oh my gosh, is this a sign? Yeah. Oh my god, we should get back together. Million, oh my gosh, you're dating percent. Haley. I love Haley. Me and Haley are best friends. Oh right. my gosh, I'm gonna like trust me. Lydia is not the crazy. first, right? And, and so, she won't be the last. So that's why I'm like, re- I've, that's part of it. And she has made it clear to everyone. Izzy talked to her on the beach, and she said, I don't care. The verb, not verbatim, like, paraphrase, like, Izzy, I really don't care. Yes, I know we had a thing in the pods. I'm with Milton. Milton's yeah. my man. I'm loving yep. it. Happy for you and Stacey. That was it. Yep. Uche tried to come at her. She's like, Uche, I don't care. You're right. It was weird. It got kind of crazy. I'm with Milton now. Let's yep. And, uh, you know, she bounces and leaves with Milton. Yep. Got, Uche did get her mad. All I'm saying is, Lydia seems like a person. I'm like, dang, I kind of misjudged her. Yeah. I really, I truly feel that way. There are so many people that are crazy that I know. (laughs) And that if you put them in that situation, would act a similar type of crazy. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think deserve that label of being stalker is crazy. I agree. Even though, unfortunately, I said that about her. Yeah. Okay. Um... All that being said, her and Milton did not need to stay together. No. Listen, her and Milton have fun. They have a flirty. They have a good little vibe. But Milton is not ready to settle down. In no way, shape, or form. I don't believe he's ready to settle down. I described it as such. You know, when you're in college, working retail, you know what I'm saying? And some... There's some older, you know, 10-year-old person that you're, <laughs> an older person that you're working with and you have a work crush, you know, work little dating thing with her. Sure. Right? You're not going to, you're not going to get married to that. We're all in different no. stages of life. Yeah. No, some people do. I'm not, I want to say, unfortunately. Some I, people do. Some people do. It, and it has works happened and it's worked out. But I would say for Milton, even though he has a great job, seems to be stable, seems to be secure in who he is as a person. He claims he's ready, but I don't think so. I don't either. And I, and I, uh, you know, they, they have this little thing where they're kind of like pick at each other and like kind of bicker. They bicker. And it's, you know, cute. But if, like if they don't actually get a handle on that and actually have a lot of um, like affirming speak too and like loving speak as well. Then that's gonna eat them up. Like that's not that's gonna ruin them. Yeah. So, so just quick hit, so we don't have a two hour episode. Lydia um, and Milton get to the beach. She's a little taken aback by how he looks, but they clearly get on <laughs> the same page with attractiveness because we yeah. see some steamy moments yeah. uh, between them. He's still kind of giving me like he wants her to be his mommy vibes. <laughs> She's picking out his clothes. She's like, no, I don't want to wear that, Lydia. I want to wear my black swim trunks. <laughs> you know, it's like, or my yeah. gray ones. And that was a little weird, but I could be, that could be my bias because I know about the age difference. <laughs> Again, she's, you know, stand by her man. I might have been boy crazy before, but now I'm down for Milton. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Um, Milton, they get to Houston. They realize they work different shifts. She works. Mm. He's been assigned the night shift for a week. 
although that's not common. He has to make up for the time he missed. She's working in the day, so they're gonna have some they're gonna have some bumps along the road there. His friend comes in and vouches for him, um, and is doing well as a wingman until they start talking about Pokemon. And I'm like, okay, dude, last thing you want is for your <laughs> the boy who's t- the guy who's ten years older than you, and his friend, to talk about how cool he is at Pokemon, right? Yeah. And we kind of leave off with them after the fight with Uche um, that Lydia has. I will say Milton seemed. I felt like Milton had Lydia's back that at that. But party. you know what? Here's here's another thing that's so good about Milton. And if they do, we end up being the couple that works out. And it's just like, yeah, we have this weird age gap, but it works. These could be the foundational blocks. Milton could have done the wrong move and got macho and walked in there on a conversation Lydia was having with her ex Uche that didn't really have to do with them. Mm-hmm. And be like, hey, bro, stay out of this. This is my fiance, man. Yeah. And not let her talk and stand up for herself and turn it into a him and Uche thing, right? Um, and I'm just going to be honest, you know, from experience, I can say that's not the way to go. <laughs> but um, Uche, I mean, Milton just kind of, he didn't make his presence known. He just kind of said like, hey, Lydia, we got that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether that's real or not, like, that we're going to. Yeah. So, are you ready to go? She's like, I just need five minutes. He's like, all right, cool, five minutes. Yeah. And then kind of just, like, gave Uche the, like, what's up? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I do think Uche tries to spin it later and talk to him, and that might have been the cliffhanger we got left on. Right. But in general, Milton is not a, like, messy, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, who knows? That might, it it, it might end up working, but I think that just kind of shows... How rock bottom we're at on the show where Milton and Lydia are our last hope yeah. for a love story on the show. Agreed. Well, before we end, I do want to say one thing about when they had that like party at the hotel. I mean, at the uh, apartments. And Rick River Oaks. Yeah. Um, Izzy came so hard oh at Johnny for, uh, for no reason. He what did he say? He said, um, everyone thinks you're freaking weird. Or sketchy. what did he sketchy. sketchy. Everyone thinks you're so freaking sketchy. Like several times he said that. And she was kind of just like, What? Like, why what? I don't understand. And then he went up to Stacy and was like, Oh yeah. Basically, like, oh yeah, I, I told her what's up. Like if you came up to me and you were like, oh, I just told this girl off and told her what's up. I Even if it was like your ex, I would be like, excuse me? <laughs> like, you did what now? Well, Stacey was like, well, what'd she say? She's like, he just, she just said that you were, and he, can, he didn't really have anything to say. Yeah. It was something that was like, he didn't really say anything. She's like, what? <laughs> I also think another big issue at this party was that they were heavily drinking. To me, it seemed like they were all very under the influence. Yeah, but I think it has... If you ask me, I think... I don't know the timing, so the timing could, you know, prove this false. But I think Izzy is just feeling intimidated, maybe overwhelmed, maybe vulnerable. Yeah. And so he's lashing out. He told... In Mexico, he told Lydia. He was trying to stir, stir something else there, but she shot that down like, oh, Izzy, I do not care. I'm with Milton. Yeah. Um... He tried to like, he's trying to like get 
at Johnny, like, yeah, I'm so happy that I picked Stacy because yeah. you suck. And yeah. she's like, okay, well, I'm with Chris. Right. And you right. definitely made me happy that I'm with Chris. Right. Even though it was messy, which it was. Yeah. Like, let's not totally absolve Johnny here. But, you know, they seem to be happy with Chris, who may or may have not had a girlfriend that he broke up with right before what? he got on the I show. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's been slowly breaking on oh social media. Gosh. I've been tracking that one as well. It's not looking good um, on that front. But anyways, um, what am I saying? Yes. So she just, uh, she she shut that town too. And I think Izzy is just maybe trying anything to do to make himself feel big. You know how like maybe if you step step on a snake and it's really scared because you're this huge human that just step on it. It starts like rearing up and, you know, like showing its fangs. I think that thinks with he's a... Uh, that's what Izzy's doing. He's a wounded snake yeah. trying to lash out at anybody. Yeah. Um, this show is filmed in Houston. Love is blind. All, all only insights we have is that that um, apartment that they stayed in is in a really nice part of town, <laughs> right? We looked it up. Did we? We confirm? Yeah, it? wasn't it? Um, Westheimer. Dang, I, we said it was in a really nice side of town, but now I'm, I can't remember if we confirmed that. Aside from that, we haven't seen any locations that's really like jumped out at us. I think it was Galleria. Yeah, it might have been. Wasn't it Galleria? It's not. Yeah, basically, it's not in the hood. I, we can confirm right. that. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think Izzy's apartment looked to be in, in East Downtown, from what I could tell. And as far as that, we really didn't get to see much because we we're not again, sure where Stacy's house is. I, I would guess West East, West University. Yeah, I think so. Um, but we're since we're only following two couples in in like. Um, in earnest, we didn't really get too many other locations. Maybe yeah. we'll see some more landmarks of Houston that we know and recognize and we can point out. Yeah. Um, because we're Houston residents ourselves when they meet the parents this Friday, which again, it's about to be Friday in a little bit for us. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about it till next week. We hope to hear. Why do I do this every week? We hope you hear us next week <laughs> and we hope that you're subscribed to a, our Wait. podcast. We haven't talked about Big Brother. Oh. My. (laughs) We have gone all this way and have not said a word about Big Brother. But you know why? Because this week has blown chunks all over. Yeah, it just This week has sucked. Well, I wouldn't say all that because we've missed a lot of this week. We have been busy this week, and so we've. it's been hard for us to keep up for, like, the longest. But, Jarrett. Well, hold, this is why I said we can't just say it, because for the longest, we just it was just a done deal. It was going to be Felicia, which was, that's what was boring. Another Cameron HOH. What was boring, was boring was that Cameron won again. He won HOH again, and he won Vito again. I was not interested in watching him I win I again. Agree. I agree, but then we... I, we just got to be honest to our listeners. We do not know why they flipped to uh, to Nicole. Yeah, we the, don't the, know. When that happened, which is probably was really exciting, which was probably turned up to a hundred, seeing that go down, and and we don't, I or maybe it was also another boring move that we just have. We weren't <laughs> keeping up with the live feeds. I'll tell you what was exciting was when McCole left and refused to give Cameron and America goodbye hugs. Corey and America. I'm sorry. Corey and America goodbye hugs. And then she was like, by the way, Bowie, Corey, and America have um, 
but have an alliance and well i know okay listen that was the most excitement but at the same time it was such a letdown yeah by mimi this week wow we like in the words of tyra banks we were all rooting for you yeah she had a lot of potential (laughs) i think she just never converted it into any gameplay or any goodwill or leverage. And in the even house. Julie asked her when she left. I mean, she was on the block this week, and she was on the block after the veto, and we didn't see it, and it was confirmed. She never really campaigned to save herself. Now I will say I did see a conversation. I did watch some of the feeds on Wednesday, and I did see a conversation between her and Corey. And at that point, Corey was assuring her that he was keeping her. Yeah, but Corey's so, a liar. I mean, well, I know, but I'm saying maybe she felt secure to where she was like, excuse. but no, I agree. I agree. Now people could tell it to your face and you should, you should still find a way to, to ensure it more. Cause if you get lax, that's how you get sent home. And she's yeah. home now. You're right. I am. Wow. The, <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate that we, I don't know. That's crazy that that happened. Um, but yes, really extremely quickly, Cameron was HOH. Cameron nominated Felicia and Nicole. Nicole, um, Felicia is the target because he feels like just Felicia is a better game player. He kept saying, I don't want Felicia in the jury house. Right. He doesn't think Felicia would ever vote for him to win. So he wanted to get her, make sure that she's out. Um, However, um, obviously, that Felicia, at least, wasn't going to go down um, without a fight. So they competed in the exorcism veto, which was like... Oh, my gosh. Do not. I I think I would have had to been like, I can't. I can't do this. Yeah, definitely was not the vibes for us. But um, he wins that by a few, like, less than a minute, beats out Nicole. That was the closest she got to doing something of, of substance the entire time she was on the house. And she ends up going home. Uh, you're right. Julie was like, you didn't really do much. But the one thing she did do was as she was walking, she kind of like limped into trying to do something shocking. <laughs> but I wouldn't really call that iconic because it's right. like you didn't do anything and now you're doing something now. No one's going to care and right. believe you. Right. And then two, like if she'd been always doing something. Maybe there might have been like a, whoa, that's crazy. But it's just like, all right, it's too late for that. Sure, sure. I will say she did give the producers the one reaction they were looking for Uh of contestants finding out Jared and Sri were related. Yeah. But we are at the hard cap of this episode. We can't go any longer. (laughs) That's a shame that this is uh, the Big Brother is one of the foundational texts of this podcast. Well, we can say we do know that there's a new HOH well, for this does. week. Well, everyone does. It was on the TV show. But no, yeah, I'm yeah, not, go ahead. Duh. I'm not saying it's like breaking news. Okay. I'm just saying we have a new HOH, so there's potential for a different type of week. So we will see yeah, how that goes. Yeah. Bowie, Jane being the H- Bowie Jane being the HOH is going to be a total curveball. Right. Which probably is what this show needs going into the jury sex part of it. But, um, man, yeah. Um, wow. That's just so much. That's how many reality shows did we try to cover this week? <laughs> I think like One, five. Two, three, four, five. Oh, we're crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, a minute, an hour and 30 into the people's rose. Thank you for listening. 
Please listen next week. Next week we're gonna we're gonna come correct. We're gonna come correct. We're gonna have our notes. We're gonna have some some more um, insight into the shows we watched. And we hope you join us. We hope you continue to follow us on what the podcast platforms that you use. If you like to see our beautiful, lovely faces on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, and we just really appreciate you listening to us. Anything else, Brooke? No. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.